direct from the beautiful Inland Blue Studios. Honey, this is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your host, that fine-ass Chris Thayer, that beautiful Steve Hill, and that big hunk of chunk of meat, Ron Mills. Woo! Mama's hot up in here. Let's get this party started. All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. Here with your host today, Chris Thayer, Steve Hale, Todd Pimble, and I'm Ron Mills. Holy fuck, guys, we're, we're all in order. Here. The band the is gang's back. All here. <laughs> we're in order. The gang's all here. It's it's a whole new episode. So. I'm in a chair that's not breaking my asshole. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> I, I'm excited. Steve's finally gonna... threw away the dildo chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of those rockers where it like inserts while you while you sit, and Steve just had a rough time with it for whatever reason. It, it goes right next to his special pillow. <laughs> <laughs> You're always asking for the Sibian. Sex swing. That's what we have. Yeah. So, anyways, it's it's been a while. It's been a while, um, but we uh, we are. What, dude? What? It's been a long, oh. hot summer. It has been, but we yes, it has. We had Horrible. our we had our nice vacation post Comic Con, which we normally do. We take a couple weeks off, uh, but we were not intending to take a couple weeks off after Comic Con. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna apologize to our listeners, and we're gonna open up with a segment called "Dumb Shit Our Wives Did This Week." Um, so, <laughs> so. The plan was Tuesday after Comic Con, we had uh, Chris and Steve and I were going to get together and do our post con wrap up because we had done a day one and then really we didn't see each other after day mm-hmm. one, right? Not it was really. like yeah, I we think got pretty busy. I ran into Steve for like two seconds and then he was like off. Yeah. Well, Steve and I had a great old drunken time at the five hundred first uh, party. Good times. Uh, it was a great well, time. Wait, 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 your story. I'll get there. We'll get, right, get there. All right. Uh, uh, but backstory to be clear. Right. Yeah. So and know. then Saturday, I was in Hall H all day, and we were going to meet for dinner. But you took off. Chris took off early, and then and Steve. I was just done. Man. Steve was like, yeah, I didn't I think out. you were actually going to like come to dinner, and I'm like, Yeah, man. So, but <laughs> so I was kind of looking at the lineup that day, and I was like, Oh, Ron's not going to be out of that bitch no. forever. It was a fantastic day in Hall H. Yeah. So I was like, You know, Ron's not coming out of there and then he hit me up and I was like oh, if you dude, look behind left. you Steve my my cattywampus wand <laughs> yes, that I got I from uh, from uh, the fantastic beast uh, Warner Brothers this is, so when, when um, you do Hall age it looks like, like a piece of wood no well yeah I bring that's snacks a, that's dude. a pretty good freebie oh that's hefty you know when you go to uh, Universal What's it ma- it's made of metal when you go to the Universal Harry Potter thing mm-hmm. the wands like this will cost you 40 bucks yeah can I hold it like this you can and you can scream "catty wampus" and other uh, nonsensical words at people. Except I gotta have no nose. Catty wampus. <laughs> gotta try so, to kill children. This was our giveaway for uh, one of the trying, Warner Brothers. Trying to figure out why Chris had to hold it like that. Because that's how they hold it. That's no, how that's it. like Voldemort held oh, it like yeah. that. First, you must you must bow. Yes. You know. Yes. What? <laughs> I always thought he looked kind of lame. But you know, whatever. When you're the badass, you can do that. I guess. I know this is going okay, over just, well. On yeah, exactly. <laughs> Todd, Todd's holding it like if you can only imagine how the rock breaker would hold a wand if he was a part of Hogwarts. That's how Todd grabbed it, like Crow Magnum man. He's like, Bleh! so uh, with that's fist. pretty cool. So yeah. yeah, we ended up not meeting. Yeah. So anyways, so we decided after nobody got together on Saturday and everybody kind of jammed out, um, we were going to get together on Tuesday to recap Comic-Con and give you guys like, hey, so at five uh, o'clock, I'm sitting in the living room and I just like come out of the pool because I've been working all day and the guys were supposed to be here at seven. And I hear like what can only be described as the sound of wailing coming from the other room. Uh, And I look over and the wife comes walking in the room, tears streaming down her face. Uh, a blubbering idiot and immediately I'm like 
fuck her father has died. Like it's it's happened. Like oh my god. Yeah. She's gonna be a mess. And I'm like, what's wrong? And she's like, I didn't get back. And I'm like, just what is wrong? And she goes, I fucked it up. I fucked everything up. And I was like, great. She killed Ronald Andrew. That was like my next thought. (laughs) Somebody's dead. All right. I'm like, take a breath and tell me what happened. She's like, we're leaving tonight for our vacation that we weren't supposed to leave until Thursday. So she booked the wrong day for our flight for the airport. Nice. So it's 5 o'clock. We have an 11 o'clock out of LAX, at which point we have no rental car, no place to stay. I was just about to ask that. (laughs) No ride to the airport. And you got to remember, man, if you know Ron Elena here, dude, they... They're always fucking kind of winging it at the very end anyway. <laughs> right? Right. You know, like every year we're talking about Comic-Con. We're getting closer to the date. We're like, hey, how's the hotel room coming? And Ron's like, no problem. No problem. <laughs> he it's never it. gives any details. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that now, too, because I'm on the same... Yes. The same text message thread, and I get to watch you guys come. No, 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 no. Literally, Carrie asked. She said, "Where are you staying?" I'm like, "Fuck, I, I know." I have no idea. This was the morning we were leaving. Yeah, I, I, I didn't no know until we got to your house. Where it's but, like but wait, a wait, freaking wait. treasure are, hunt. Are you guys? Have you ever been besides the crack hotel? Have you ever been disappointed? No, but I, I, I gotta say, there there have been a couple of times like Ron and Elena will do a vacation sometimes before Comic Con, right? And he'll literally be getting home like. I don't know, the morning of Comic-Con with the same goddamn backpack of clothes he took on the last vacation. (laughs) And he just kind of does like a little smell test. That's pretty good. I mean, we're going to (laughs) Comic-Con. I'm not going to smell any worse than the big guys at Comic-Con. Right. I've been driving for the last 48 fucking hours. Let's go. Last year, we literally pulled in at two in the morning. I slept for five hours. I woke up, grabbed the exact bag that I had taken on vacation (laughs) and said, let's go to (laughs) Comic-Con like five hours later. Wow. So I can imagine the panic that was was starting to happen because I had to come over here and get I had left some stuff in Ron's car. Oh man. So when I got over here, you could you could tell like it was and it so, was on. So we literally had to shut down our whole house and our whole life in two hours, you know, and it, we hadn't packed, no one had done any laundry, uh nothing was yeah. ready to go. Um You're wearing those clothes that you don't ever wear. Yeah, you're like, you're like what is this what is this hands across America shirt that I just pulled out of my drawer? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, bring it, you know? So uh, stuff from your drama camp in high school. There you go. So it's like uh uh it's now a mid-drift. <laughs> so on top of it all, uh we're flying on Spirit Airlines, which if you've oh. never flown Spirit Airlines I'm not before. familiar with this airline. Uh, well, Spirit Airlines is what we call a budget airline now. So it's got like a fuck it's like one of those fucking of Buddy Holly planes. No, no, it's like a regular. It's more like if if you took every trip. Okay, remember in Romancing the Stone when they take the bus to Cartagena and there's like goats and shit on it. Yes, that's Spirit Airlines. All right, <laughs> like I expect wow. there to be like nice <laughs> All right, yeah. so uh, uh, the so, plane Indiana Jones was in when they jumped out. Right, like they're doing. like when they're like we're having an emergency landing. That's like every landing on Spirit Airlines. So, but anyways, wow. it's it's like totally a budget airline, but it's like the price is right it's literally like flying on a plane or on a bus there is no frills on this motherfucker the seats do not recline you have the least amount of room possible but for 600 bucks round trip for three of us i you cannot complain on the price right so it's like i don't care let's just get there so we 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 get everything together i uh, the rental car which i had a great deal on uh doubles in price adding a a day and a half to it right the uh we call get some uh, room set up get all that taken care of we get to the airport it's like 
fucking A, we have arrived. Thank God we made it. And LAX, if you have not been to LAX recently, it is a clusterfuck at LAX. Like, just to get into the terminals now is like 30 minutes off the freeway off-ramp. Wow. Wow. It's bad. I went uh, two months ago or whatever to go back to Portland. Yeah. And, yeah, I hopped the train out to Union Station (laughs) and then hopped on a bus to LAX, and it was an hour trip from Union Station yeah, wow, it is. I was just there in like, when was Monster Palooza? May? Yeah. I picked up Phil, man. I was like, here's the out. thing summertime, completely different oh, world. Yeah, good right? point. Yeah. So, summer, stop, summer. Will Smith. So, uh, so, anyway, so we get to the airport, we make it. I look at the clock, we've got an hour to spare. We get through TSA, the whole nine. Nobody fills my balls this time. It's a fantastic experience. Sounds like a letdown to me. Well, <laughs> we got fucked, but only in a completely different way. Right. So our red-eye flight that we're taking out to Cleveland, guys, supposed to uh, board at 11.30 and fly at 11.45. Like, that's when we're supposed to be. At 11.20, they're like, uh, your flight has been delayed until 12.30. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, at which point, the one aggro guy on our plane starts losing his shit. He's like... Like run, 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 like running around the airport, giving everybody updates, coming over to us to complain. Uh, oh shit! Like that guy, misery loves company. Guy. Exactly, yeah. and I'm just <laughs> yes. So uh, what ended up happening was our flight had no crew. We had pilots, but we had no crew. They were coming. So they thought they had a flight on Thursday. <laughs> they, <laughs> they were coming on a connecting flight. They were coming on a flight out of Vegas. Now, if you've ever flown Vegas to LA, that is literally a 22-minute flight. It is not right. a very long flight. That plane came in two and a half hours late. So we ended up not flying until almost 2.30 in the morning to get there. Um, at which point it was fantastic because I was as punch drunk as possible. My child refused to sleep in the oh, airport. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Sure. No. <laughs> oh, yes. So we're That's sitting awesome. in, we finally get on the plane. And as we're boarding the plane, Mr. I need fucking attention loses his shit. Like, uh, you've been blah, 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 blah. At which point I turn around to him and I'm like, hey, boy, you ain't special. And he goes, <laughs> and he goes, well, I am. And I'm like, if you were special, you wouldn't be flying spirit. So why don't you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. So, <laughs> which can only just be described as the beginning of Ron's aggro vacation. So, uh, no, in all honesty, I had a fantastic time. But uh, the entire episode of going to the airport started with the missus like losing her mind uh, at which point then I punished her and decided she was going to taxi me around for seven days while we were on vacation I'm all you know what I'm not driving you're driving the whole time because oh, you're not nice. sleeping in the car <laughs> like right. this is your punishment <laughs> like I'm gonna sit in the back seat with Ronald Andrew and you're gonna be the taxi driver everywhere we go awesome <laughs> so uh, yeah so my apologies my vacation fucked up our last uh, our last adventure sounds like it was worth it though it was a great time had by all I, let me assure you so you've paid your penance yeah, for it's sure. And they actually gave us like $100 free vouchers. So uh, three for of them. For Spirit or what? Yeah, no, oh. for <laughs> for Salvation Army. They wanted to <laughs> hook us up. Uh, I got the same thing from Alaska when I went up to Portland. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because my, my flight was delayed. Like, maybe it's just an LAX thing. I don't know, man. That, uh, But LAX, like, first off, I, I haven't flown out of LAX recently. We've been flying a lot out of Orange County and Ontario. Um, and I went in there, and I was shocked at how dirty the terminals were. 
Like, I don't mm. remember them being. It was literally, I'm like, I am getting on the bus to Cartagena. Where are the goats? Like, yeah. why hasn't it happened yet? You know? <laughs> and which is funny because we went to go through TSA, Steve, and uh, there's the, it's all TSA entrance next to Virgin America. And we're like, oh, is this where? And the woman's like, no, you're in budget. And it was like right out of a commercial where it's like right. bad lighting, flickering <laughs> light on top, you know, baby wow. crying, you know. A stack of fucking. Chickens, <laughs> yeah. And, shit. and meanwhile, at the Virgin one, it's like dun 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 da da dun. <laughs> like right. there's a guy with white gloves serving drinks. You know, <laughs> I'm like I want to be there. I want to go to there. Right. So, but that's not how it was. So, uh, but anyways, we got a lot to talk about. So, uh, how about we start with Suicide Squad? Uh, we yeah. all went and saw Suicide Squad. Yes. Yes? yes. All right. All individually though. Did you think no, I'm... Chris and I. Chris and I went on a mandate. Oh, that's Did right. Did you that's think right, I yeah. was gonna miss her? Come on, man. Well, we would have loved for you guys to come with us, but Steve moved. Yeah, and then, last week, and it wasn't a good week for me, the whole thing. Say so. anything about going, so... No, you had school you or had something. You had school or something. It was Thursday night. Yeah. I just assumed you've been... I assumed you went to Rio and got kidnapped during the Olympics. I've been out of since I don't, the end of the month. Oh, well. I guess Todd could have come. <laughs> well, I don't... I thought... I, I thought he's on that he's thread. He's on that thread. Our, our discussion thread. He was on that thread. Pay attention, yeah. Rockbiter. I have been hell? paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be sassy black woman over there. So, <laughs> trust me, I've been paying attention. That's why I had to say before Comic Con, can you guys please stop with this thread? <laughs> I think I think what we should do next time we do a Comic Con thread is we should add Todd and one random number to the Comic Con <laughs> thread. One. Just dial a random number and then add it as a part of the text thread and see what happens. <laughs> It'd be like Todd, like take me out. And this you other person's like. My battery. <laughs> Are we really killing your battery? Yes, my phone sucks. Todd's like, he's like, he's like, I'm on Boost Mobile. I only get seven texts a month. Here's your sucking <laughs> ball up. I got a new phone, so we're good now. All right, so Suicide Squad. Uh, uh, why don't we go? Why don't we go with Todd first? Uh, what'd you think? Well, I, I enjoyed the uh, first probably three quarters of it when it was Escape from New York, and then once it became Bad Guys with a Heart, I was just not feeling it anymore. Okay. Uh, Enchantress, uh, played by Eugene Levy and his eyebrows. See, Rachel Marks is the hero. The, the, I, I, the think I, I think I, I dated the en- Enchantress at one point. <laughs> <laughs> they, she looked super familiar <laughs> to me. I thought it was Frida Pinto myself. I didn't so, know what. Uh, uh, Frida and, Pinto? Is, isn't that? that the Selma Hayek? Uh, <laughs> Frida, Frida Kahlo. Kahlo. <laughs> 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 Frida Pinto. She, she's a lesser known artist. She's got a mustache instead I, of the I went with, brow. I went with the only Hispanic name that came to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Pinto Beats. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, anything else before I go to Steve? No, that, that was pretty much it. All right. Pretty much why it wraps it up for me. <laughs> okay. I, I'm full of... Uh, right, clever uh, quips. Yeah, uh, I, 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 uh, I didn't love it, um, but I didn't hate it. I liked it. Uh, I thought it was on par with every other superhero comic book fucking movie out there, dude. I mean, I agree fit, with that. It fit the. You had your your generic ass bad uh, guys, bad guys yeah. that you didn't give a shit about. Looked like some sort of Attack of the Mole people from the nineteen fifties. I mean, all the the characters. I, I still think that um, Margot Robbie is the the runaway star of this oh, movie. Oh, I really enjoyed yeah. Will Smith. I thought a lot. Will, Will Smith, Smith was no, he was good. was good, but 
What is everybody talking about? Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Harley, Harley was was hanging out. Instantly she. Oh wait, wait. Did you see? Did you see they digitally added more shorts to her? What? In post production, no, what kind not. of bullshit is that, man? I they, feel uh, like they got ripped off. Now. Well, and we saw the Comic Con. Uh, I, I don't really remember a lot of Will Smith's lines. Oh, really? I okay. okay. I mean, I, I think thought he had, he had the most important line in the movie. Well, we're some kind of suicide squad. <laughs> I hate when movies I was so mad. Um, <laughs> you never went to see Star Wars, and they're like, "Thank God, he is a new hope." <laughs> You're right. That would be awesome, though. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it is. Like, hey, look. Throw in a scene. It's a Jedi. Movies. I'm glad Luke He's is returned. Here. The of the Jedi. Oh, my God. Look. Yeah, that's what happens when clones the are attacking. No, it would have been. <laughs> that's gonna, only if it was a Japanese guy. Oh, no. The Empire is striking back. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 I thought it was cool. Um, I, I actually thought Chris would. would um, like it more, love it more. Really, I, I really did because it had three strong female characters that he could look up to. Uh, uh, it had bullshit. Amanda Waller who won the fucking movie for me. <laughs> that she know how you to know, get honestly, shit done. Dude, I was surprised uh, uh, that the Enchantress ended up being the the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh shit, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they were really kind of directing it to that it was going to be the Joker, which I'm glad that they toned it down because it wasn't. The Joker show that everybody was afraid that it was going right. to be. I didn't think it was. I, I still think that if... I, I mean, I'll get to me. Go ahead. Do yours. All right. I got a lot to say about I this do, movie. I do, too. Um, did you take notes? Were there I, the, uh... I looked at my phone to see if I did, but no, I did. <laughs> I had some things. This... I, and I enjoyed it the second time. The first time I fell asleep. And that's when I texted that thing about, oh, wait, they went back to get her? Like I had no idea. Did I missed you, like, entire. Rest your head on Ron's shoulder. Wow. No, no. Kind of we were in the I su- I we were at the asleep, super dude. comfy movie theater and uh, it was, sunk into this. I was yeah. tired, the one, dude. The, the one that shall not be named, so other people don't go. <laughs> right, right. Um, no, I just gotta say, I enjoyed it, um, but this was the most fucking pointless story of any comic book movie, maybe any movie at all. You get these people together, and then. What's their purpose? Oh, by the way, we fucked up because one of them went rogue. So now we're going to go take her out. Good thing we have these people. It's like kind of sounds whole... like the first Avengers, doesn't it? I'm glad that the Diablo turned into the fiery Aztec warrior. Right? right? <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> like, but am I yeah, right? everybody is pointless Does in this movie. Does your description not sound like the first Avengers? Yeah, except Lo- they had, you had Loki. You had Loki, Loki of a was villain. the bad guy. You had an actual And you villain. have the, the Chitauri or whatever the hell they're called. This one, there was no bad guy. They got people together and it's like, oh, look, this one became the bad guy. Now we have something to do. It's like the whole thing was fucking pointless. Harley Quinn, completely irrelevant to the story. And don't say, yeah, she she stabbed her at the end. Any of those people could have done that shit. She was utterly pointless in the story except for eye candy and goofy one-liners. That um, they did all in the fucking trailers. Right, right. Um, Mr. I Can Climb Anything. Fucking! What was the point of that? Slipknot, dude. <laughs> Slipknot. <laughs> Slipknot was gone in like yeah. 2.5 seconds. Bo- boomerangs, I'm boomerangs, Slipknot. fucking unicorn had more screen time than that guy. <laughs> and there's the next one, boomerang, fucking pointless. What did he do not to the story? A, not a fan. Not of that a character. thing. Not a fan. What did Mister I Take Care of Enchantress do? Really, nothing. Well, yeah, but you you need him as the moral compass of the group. In the oh front Jesus, half. no! Because Will Smith is the moral compass of the group. Well, right? he was by the end. Now you got all this group of bad, bad guys. guys 
with heart. None of them were bad Which people. Which are all supposed to be like the worst of the worst. Okay, Will Smith's criminals. character was completely fine until he didn't shoot Harley. Right. Right. Because that was the moment when he stepped out of character. Because right. Deadshot's whole thing is it does not matter. He's a merc. Mm-hmm. Ne- like, I don't have friends. I do it for money. Yeah. Didn't you know? he say I don't kill women and kids? Yeah, uh, yeah, but that don't matter. He was okay. given a job. All right. So um, Now, Amanda Waller was cool. He was given his Will freedom Smith's if cool. he shoots her. That's right, what he was told. Right, right. Okay, so And he did not shoot her. Yeah. So. No, that's stupid. It's completely contrary to everything we know about him and what he wants. Um, no, there was just like one after another after another. And the Joker... The most fucking pointless of the entire movie. Okay, this whole let's, thing let's, let's, let's is misdirection. Let's talk about that real quick. So, what how did we feel? How did we? How did we feel about Jared Leto's take on the Joker? Because we've been hearing nothing but like Jared hate. Leto. This yeah. not hate. I mean, we just this. There's been a big emphasis before the movie came out, like about how Jared Leto and the shit he did. I was one of them. I was one, but I've said it before. Like to me. Heath Ledger will always be the Joker to me. Did your meme that you put up about where where it's yes. like Heath yeah. Ledger saying, I've been the, the prototypical Joker for 10 years, but this Jared Little kid's really got something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I almost good, fell huh? over laughing on that. Um, but I, I, I'll always think of him as the Joker. Uh, so you had one of two ways to go, and you were not going to win. Either you're going to go the far... Jared Leto way that they did, yeah, and nobody liked it. Or you can go ahead and try to just redo the Heath Ledger Joker, which nobody's gonna like that either. Right? You can't win. No. So you just gotta muscle through it. I felt like it was. I didn't di- think it was bad. No, I think it was a different take. Like I didn't have a problem with the look until. Uh, well, it's funny because the uh, uh, what is it? The uh, New Zealand rap group. Uh, right. Uh, uh, <laughs> the ones from. Uh, D- it's from uh, what's that movie. Uh, oh, uh, Diane. Shoppy Diane Wood. There yeah, you go. Ninja. Diane Wood. Uh, Ninja and uh, what the fuck's the girl's name? The I can't think. Little, I don't know. What, but uh, literally, uh, there was like they stole that image. They, they stole that image. But did you see the picture where it was like him dressed and and her? I was like, holy fuck, they, they did. did. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not even a joke. Like that that is them. It looks exactly like them in this shot. Mm. You know. Um, and then when I realized that, I was like, okay, I don't love, I, I don't dislike, I didn't, I hate the look at first because it was so different than anything I had seen out of the Joker before. Yeah. And I was not impressed with the choices. Um, the performance, I didn't, it just kind of was like weirdly all over the place. Like, it was. There was no focus to it at all. Well, one of the things I had a problem with it at the end too is like when, when Harley, uh, went at the Enchantress with the knife and, and she's saying something about like, you know, you can't do this to my friends. It was like, friends? Fuck, man. You guys have been together for like a couple hours. Right, like, yeah. You have like no history together. So like that always bothers me with movies and that will we'll talk about in the Star Trek movie when we talk about Beyond. Your character only cares about Mr. J. Right. right. I mean, wow. So I have to agree with with uh, with Todd. Like, the beginning was great when she was given, like, the rundown, like, their little backstories mm-hmm. and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that was yeah. kind of cool. Um, and then I started picking it apart with, like, technical you uh, could, issues. You could see, this is a movie you could definitely see the editing from one version right. to another. Uh-huh. Um, because the opening rang to me like this is the shit they added in the reshoots yeah like they added this right here right, right. and that they put pl- they they added padded the front half of this essentially mm-hmm. uh to add more to it uh to make it lighter because that's where all the musical montage is right. because basically once they get on the road the tone of the movie changes drastically mm-hmm. you know and uh yeah I, I i'm with you i really enjoyed the front half of the movie yeah. i enjoyed once they brought him in and it was like but 
uh, there's just there was something off about it. Like as I'm watching it, I'm like these parts. First off, I've got at least five pointless characters in this right. movie that I do not need to have. Really? They don't really add anything. Like Boomerang Dude added nothing to the story. What's her face? Or to the, 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 the girl with the katana blade, who's right. who's like a B yeah. le- or a katana, D- right? Yeah, she's like a D level fucking DC hero that's never been a part of the Suicide Squad before. Yeah. That they threw in for some reason, right. you know? Dude, racial diversity. Whatever. Oh, they, I think they put Killer Croc in there just because they planned on going through the sewer in the end. Uh, well, here's no, the th- no, you had him because he's the black character. He liked BET. <laughs> well, did you catch that? I did. Yeah, but here's the thing, dude. It's racial diversity. The other thing is they edited <laughs> the way they. Thought that been dude, Smith, you got but... the Native American dude who can climb everything. <laughs> Will Smith. Can't... You know, you got Margot Robbie. It, it's like all. It's it's like the United Nation of bad guys. United, yes. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Here's the, here's the thing. Here's what I understand in editing. And I don't know how you guys feel about this. They edited out... The opening of the movie was not Deadshot. The opening was originally The Enchantress. So we didn't meet Deadshot until essentially they were like, these are who these people are. Right? right? Um, and they did the, uh, uh, the, drop, the, the sort of introducing of them was during the drop-off moment, not right. with those cutaway scenes, right? Yeah. Then they cut a shitload of the Joker stuff. Yeah. yeah, like they filmed the, a whole other movie's worth of stuff. Yeah, like they they basically and the ending was completely different as well. Oh, really? Yeah. So the way they changed the movie was pretty fucking drastic. And in fact, Joker shows up, um, and he he survived the helicopter crash. And that's where if you watch the trailer, he's I've all seen a burned. Part where he's burned up, right? And yeah. so he he meets them in the sewers. When they're trying to get under to knock out the uh-huh. Enchantress's people, they get in a scuffle with the Joker and he grenades them to uh-huh. try and kill Harley. Uh-huh. And that's the last you see of the Joker. Because, yeah, because in, in the Suicide Squad uh, comics, like, Harley is broken up with the Joker. Right. Fucking turned on her. So, right. So. And he's way more abusive to her in the original version. They cut all that he's, as well. He is in the fucking comics. He was in the goddamn cartoon. Yeah. The, here's the you thing. Know, he Harley's, was always smacking fucking Harley. Right. And she's she's suffering from Stockholm guy. Syndrome. Which, which is, yeah. After the movie, I saw everybody posting all these memes about don't look for a relationship like this. I'm surprised we didn't see one out of you. (laughs) That's like right up your alley kind of shit that uh, you usually say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's my take on it. The the movie itself was not... It's easily the worst of the three DC movies that have come out so far. Um, To me, it's... Well, I don't think yeah. maybe. I think it's the yeah, least. Re- it is the least rewatchable of the three. I could watch parts of that movie, but I don't know that I would be interested to sit through the whole of that movie. No, again. I liked okay. it better the second time. Worse than Batman versus Superman, not supposed ultimate cut. The, the theatric. So Todd <laughs> the, got the Todd, non-existent theatrical. <laughs> Todd allegedly bought the ultimate cut, movie. but he did not. He bought the theatrical cut and went. This fucking movie is exactly the same as the one I saw in the theater. <laughs> Why do they have to have 17 fucking DVDs? Just, just give me one. Just fucking had 30 seconds and fucking call it different. No, it was 30 minutes. There was like 33 minutes added. Uh, uh, no. One scene that like I, I, I wanted to yell at the fucking... Was when they were in the fucking bar? No, when when uh, the, the, the shithead uh, guard uh, tosses Harley... A the fucking phone? cell phone in front of SEAL Team fucking six. <laughs> right. And about a hundred fucking guards, dude. I'm just like, okay. Really badly thought out, right? That was like, that was really fucking 
like yeah. a terrible fucking scene, dude. Yeah. That that really had me that annoyed. Now that here's one. the thing: when all of the uh, uh, the mole that people was just there for God, comic the release, and it wasn't even funny. No, nah, it was fine. I didn't bother me. I enjoyed the, I enjoyed it because it basically was like it got us insight into all of their characters and how they reacted with him differently. So yeah. like that was fine. He was a good measuring stick for all of them. Um, my complaint first off was uh, was uh, native man uh, could, Slipknot. Thank you, Slipknot, who could climb anything. Was guaranteed to be dead first because they didn't do an introduction for him. Well, he was also Native American. <laughs> well, <laughs> so sure. they were gonna, they were gonna, but he showed to do him wrong. I like, thought for sure. Smallpox. Native American name is. <laughs> they were gonna give him a blanket. Nothing <laughs> fucking never changes. <laughs> but here's the thing: the minute he shows up, it was almost <laughs> like Captain. They're like red shirt shows up, right? And right. Uh, yeah, so I was on my way over, and I, I came across this meme. Um, you want to go ahead and read it? It says, that awkward moment when an evil goddess is destroying the world, and then it's a picture of Amanda Waller, and you have Batman on speed dial with uh, him and Wonder Woman, but you still call this guy, and it's Slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's the same old fucking thing. You know, bad guy's got some fucking weapon that's going to destroy the world, and it started destroying the world, and everybody's kind of okay with it after. I just was like... I thought Enchantress looked awesome when she was the fucking girl from ring or the grudge or whatever but then once she became all fucking belly pretty dancing, yeah why they, yeah, they, 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 they prettied her up and like, she looked like the dream yeah. sequence from the original ghostbusters i was, I was, I was like getting, what's happening I'm here more powerful once i gotta tell you shower. dude i was getting a little fucking twitched you know it was not as great as i'd hoped no i i had no great expectations. Like, like look, there were some really fucking cool moments. Like, Will Smith's dead shot taking out the mole people by himself. Like, that was pretty dope. Like, the, the scene... Harley Quinn putting on the shirt. That was yes. great. Like, that was a fun moment. But I'm with Steve. Like, all of her quips, every single one of her quips was in the trailer. All of them. I hate that crap, man. And it was like... No, I told Chris, I was like, every one of on the... Mute. I yeah, but care. every one of those moments fell flat because I had seen yeah. them all in the trailer. Yep, yep. You knew it was and coming. You, and it would have been better had they saved it for the goddamn movie. All the Will know? Smith stuff that didn't make the trailer well, was no, fun. No, did not shoot that green shit. <laughs> <laughs> he had a dude when he was like when he was like uh, the the Kobe ja- Kobe. He's like, don't you know the Triangle Man? You got to motivate Bill Jackson, son. Like like all that was like that was fun, you know. <laughs> yeah. But let's let's have a serious talk for just a second about Batman uh, and Batman being the worst superhero ever, apparently in this fucking movie. <laughs> because we had to hire bad guys to do the job. <laughs> no. Batman shows up to catch Deadshot and he gets the fucking drop on him in the middle of an alleyway when he's with his daughter and he's literally like like alright Deadshot time to give up (laughs) I'm like maybe you could tackle the dude that never misses with a gun or the assassin like in the world (laughs) and you're all hey turn over here I'm Batman that was that was pretty bad that was pretty bad and then uh, look there were some moments where I was like really Batman fucking really like that's the best you could do you know more pointless than Slipknot dude and then why does fucking the Flash suit look like he is on like a reject episode of American Gladiators with all that padding and everything it's like I uh, just uh, what are they doing I don't know but there's like a, there's certain, and then uh, the, the chase sequence with the Batmobile and all that was alright I guess but you know what's funny is I think the only one that's probably going to get it right is going to be Wonder Woman. And that was the one that they were God, worried. we hope that was, so. That's the one they were worried about the most. Well, right. so far, I, I mean, they have not been hitting on all cylinders with these movies. But like I said, I really enjoyed the uh, Ultimate Edition of Batman Superman. And I would be curious to see 
what they had originally intended for this. We're what never going to see it. Yes. We're never going to see it because there's a whole different version of this movie with a ton of Joker shit like left on the cutting room floor that's a lot darker and meaner, which I, like I think I would have enjoyed more. Right. Yeah. Like killing jo- Joker? Yeah, it just I I think the movie was it it like wanted to be Guardians of the Galaxy exactly. in certain moments and then in other moments it see? was like it wanted to be like fucking, you know, super serious, you know? You guys let me know when you're going to tell me that I'm right how the fucking studio execs are. <laughs> Sitting around with a bunch of fucking coke and strippers making stupid ass fucking decisions, well, dude, because that's what it all is. It's 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 not the fucking directors, it's not the writers, it's not the special effects guys. It's the fucking <laughs> money guys up in the office. They're calling the shots. They're doing a bunch of coke and say, "You know what? What's really hot? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Cut this shit to make it like that." Well, and, and that's why Deadpool worked. And, and cut me another line. But do you, <laughs> you know what's funny is what it, one of the things that happened was the studio that put together the uh, uh, the trailer for that movie for uh, Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, after the trailer came out and after everybody shit all over Batman Superman, they allowed them to come in and cut together their own print of the movie. Yeah. Like that's With fucking unheard of, dude. Yeah, I did read that article. Unheard of that you let an outside studio come in and fucking a studio that did your trailer yeah. to come in and override the director and do a cut of the movie and then they took the two cuts and made one cut which is exactly what it felt like you know so i don't know man like well i still think that the fucking the joker's henchmen in it were fucking way cooler than the fucking right uh, right the, the, the fucking pandas and the guy dressed like fucking uh, Batman and they're, fucking, and, they're, and, they're, and they're going into the lab and shit. Now I thought that was so fucking wouldn't, cool. Wouldn't man. you have enjoyed that movie where they were chasing that character a uh, lot more? Probably, like if they were yeah. doing like a, 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 a hunt for the Joker, yeah. you know, and that's what the mission was, right. you know, as and or if they had gone in to save Amanda and she had been kidnapped by the Joker, and so that's what it better. turned. Like that movie is much much better than the movie we got. Now on the flip side of that, I loved Aztec Warrior guy. He was like one of my favorite parts of the movie. Absolutely. Like he was the bad. But here's the thing. He was the bad guy. Yablo, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was the bad guy that fucking made sense because you're like, the reason you're not being bad, I get. Like your character choice makes sense. Like, or why you don't want to do your flames anymore, you know? Uh, Will Smith, actually, Deadshot. I was fine with Deadshot until he didn't shoot Harley. Like he had one thing. He's like, my daughter, I care about my daughter. I don't want to fuck this up. But then when they're all buddy buddy, and then Harley was inconsistent on her craziness. Like she's super fucking nutty at the beginning of the movie. And then halfway through the movie, I'm like, why is she like the most sane person of the bunch here? Like, what's going on with this, man? Okay, I can see that. But boomerang, that that guy, like what? What is that? Uh, Michael Jai or whatever. That well, guy. What they was need the to deal with with unicorn. Unicorn. I think it's from, some from or, comics, dude. Honestly, oh, oh, he wants to be Deadpool. <laughs> or, or, yeah. I don't know. Now you I think you nailed cool? something. You know what's cool, Deadpool? Like, yeah, he's jacking off that unicorn. We right, that in. right. Yeah. Well, well, I think you nailed they, it. With... They cut a bunch of stuff with uh, fucking Boomerang as well because he's like a racist in the comics, oh, and they geez. had a bunch of shit with that that they cut as that well. That probably would have been funny. I think it would have been great. All right. If he bad news bears it, he's all this team's full of Jews. Hey, it would have at least made a little tension in the team. 2016 and fucking Snowflake Land, not so much. Not so much. No, I think you nailed it with the comparison to Guardians of the Galaxy. And here's where I think what I was saying comes full circle. 
Guardians of the Galaxy, every single one of them is essential to the story. Well, yeah, because they're remaking Star Wars. So okay, but you know, Rocket gets them out of the prison. Yeah, Han Solo. You know, okay, Raccoon Han Solo got it. Okay, and then Groot and then other them. Han Solo is the leader, right? Okay, Groot saves them. They all have to be there, right? Chewbacca. To hold hands at the end, right? For to sure. defeat Ronan, it all makes sense. You don't need ninety percent of these characters. No. To do the the outcome of this movie, it's the complete. They would have been. They would have been better with three less team members, or if they'd killed them off, like Saving Private Ryan style, along the way. You know. Well, in the comic, I believe they killed more of them off as they went along. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't think it matters though because no one cares about them. People in the comics, there's only like three people that are pretty solid. And I have one more complaint. Why do you put together this group of like all like you have seven bad guys that you grab and put together seven or eight something like that. Why do you need all the fucking SEAL Team 6 to go with them? You got control over You got over super, power, super power people you got controlled over, and it's like, send the red shirts in so they can get killed? Like, like that didn't make any sense to me as well. They had to shoot the turd people. <laughs> That's what they looked like to they me. Were, they were terrible. They were the cavity creeps. That's they what they were. <laughs> so. They're so stupid looking. Uh, let's take you and we'll put a turd so, for the head. Let's talk. Let's go from one of the most disappointing movies of the summer to one of the best movies of the summer. We got to talk about fucking Star Trek Beyond. Star Trek Beyond is by far the best movie I've seen all summer, if not all year. Did you would see? You, would you say Far and Beyond the best movie? God damn you! I, what were you trying to reference there? Yeah, was that know. the Tom Cruise Nicole Kidman movie? No. Far and Away or Beyond. Oh, oh, because start. I, it was a horrible joke. It I was. Hey, but, but, hey, he's, but he's here all week. <laughs> Look, tip your waitress and try the veal. If you don't throw out okay. the bad ones, you can't properly appreciate the good ones. So, so, so that's what you're here to do is to make yes. us look funnier? So, <laughs> so I got a promotion, bad side, I got herpes. <laughs> you know? So it balances out, right? Uh, shit. <laughs> So, Star Trek, so... <laughs> so, Todd, Chris, did you guys see Star Trek yet? I have not seen No. Steve, you and I are apparently the only ones that saw the best movie of the summer. Well, because it's a smart movie. It's a smart... Movie. It's like a smart Star Trek, dude. Because they're not fiction. promoting it as a great you know? movie. There it's is no fantastic. behind it. It's great, just dude. as good as the 2009 Star Trek, if not better. Yeah. So... There, there is, but there's no promotion behind it. Well, there was a bit. I just... Came out at the end well, of summer, I think. What do you fucking need? Like a cookie to go? You know? Fuck, man. You I'm know about Suicide Squad all fucking summer. I didn't even know right. that Star Trek had come out. I mean, you're not in school right now, right? Not right now. So you're just sitting in the bathroom on your fucking phone. <laughs> and you don't see nothing for it? I mean, fuck. It's all right there. I really haven't seen much about it. I really Are you kidding? It. They just had the 50th anniversary of Star Trek. That was like such a big deal. It was a week-long event in Vegas. A week? I wasn't in fucking Vegas, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about all that, dude. 50th Star Trek? Yeah. I got my fucking captain's pin, dude. I don't dude. care if it's the 500th to... year of Star Trek. It's I couldn't nice. give a shit. I'm ready to go here, so just going to clip this all on right. for the rest of the show. You're you a fucking douche. <laughs> that's, that's the best birth control you could ever buy. <laughs> so, Where are you in your life? Remember the post recording. that Steve did? <laughs> It'll get you laid unless you wear that. Uh, no, we got this when we were... <laughs> no, no, this only gets the listeners laid. When, when, okay. Look... <laughs> when we were standing in line for Hall H on Saturday, they were uh, to the people at the very front of the line. They gave out uh, the Star Trek people 
the officials from Paramount came down the line and like the first couple hundred people they handed out a shitload of these. Oh, that's so that's cool. That's why yeah. I didn't know the movie so came cool. out because I wasn't sitting in line for 10 next hours year, for Hall H. Next right. year, I'm going to sit in line with you. Awesome. Next, next year, year sure. I won't. <laughs> but for you can sure. send me the I'm updates. Gonna do it. I'm going to do it next year. Friday, we'll, I'll sit there and we'll fucking... I'm going to get special camping chairs. Just special? So what was the swag from the swag bag? For what? Didn't, you didn't get a, like a ticket to go get some swag from sitting in no, the No, no. We got a place? hat. I got a Marvel Studios hat that's right behind you there. Um, I got the cattywampus wand. Uh, it's literally right there. Um, Can we watch Chris hold the cattywampus wand? <laughs> the wand was cool. The, wand's, the wand but was great. Last year, was pretty cool. you got to go all the way down to oh, the game of Because Game of Thrones gave away like their right. grab bag. Which, okay, so they just gave it away here. Yeah, because the That's thing so is... better. Well, but they're not going to do the grab bag in the building. But, I mean, it was fine. We got I got like four things in the building that day, so yeah. it was cool. Um, but back to Star Trek. I'm so, going to make one of those hats... At work, I, look, everything about this fucking movie, dude. I mean, it had it all. Take a it picture. had, it had your fucking action. Yeah, it had your fucking, it had your special effects. It did. It had a fucking solid story. It did. It had a solid bad guy. It did. The fucking relationships, the friendships, were goddamn believable. Yeah, and I and it was funny because the the just made it a bar and. Like, well, it wasn't like Harley Quinn's like, you're fucking with my friends that I've known for an hour and a half. <laughs> These guys have been like, we've been out in space now for three years of our five-year mission. And apparently Sulu is gay. Who fucking knew, man? Wait, did you catch that? <laughs> did you catch that? Huh? Sulu, Sulu had a life partner, and it wasn't... And I thought really? I yeah. he wasn't too happy about that. Them putting He's like, in the oh my. <laughs> Who's that, George Takai? Yeah, he was bitching about it. Well, you know... <laughs> You're, you're a 75 year old queen. Okay? <laughs> uh, you did a sci fi show uh, 50 fucking years ago. Nobody gives a fuck what your opinion is. Right. So, so. they just. Oh, well, I, I follow him on Facebook. He's pretty funny. Dude. He is funny uh, on Facebook. Yeah. His, his herders or whatever they people are that do his. His herders? I, the fucking yeah, his handlers. handlers. His, his, his all, handlers he's not his a fucking. He's not a Cosmo. Sh- his sheepdogs are. He's got. He's got a young, twenty-one-year-old, maybe nineteen-year-old <laughs> Chinese boy. guy walking around in his fucking underwear, <laughs> lighting firecrackers. Okay. <laughs> Jesse's girl. Yeah, Jesse's girl. Uh, who, who the fuck is that? Oh, that's Cosmo. He's Chinese. Don't worry about him. <laughs> that scene always creeps me yeah. out. Dude. But fuck, man, the movie. Movie to me was like a total fucking package, dude. Like when it was done, I I was like I could sit here and watch it again. It was good and it was funny and it was well paced and all the shit that I it had emotion and everything. It had sadness. I mean, like when spoiler alert because none of you guys are gonna see it. I was gonna see it. Okay, well don't spoil it. Well, when this character look, man, no, no, we all know we all know Leonard Nimoy passes away in real life, right? Yeah, he so he passed away in the movie, Uh, right? That was tough, actually. Yeah, and they did a good job with it, right? You know, so that becomes sort of Spock. Is it really him? They showed Leonard Nimoy like Spock had died. Okay, you have seen the other movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, So Spock Prime passes, and so Spock, our new Spock, is dealing with his emotions of "I have died," essentially, or. Spock Prime has died. So what are the implications of that? Like right. whatever world was supposed to be could Nexus never be. Scene. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> but, I don't but know. Even the 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 friendships between Spock and and 
and uh, Kirk, uh, and, and even fucking Bones. Bones. Fucking Bones and, and Spock are like the Those highlight of the together, movie for I me. I mean, awesome, dude. I mean, it was, and it was so fucking believable. But they were dude. in the original, too. Yeah, but I mean, they, they, here's the thing. It's gotten stronger, though. Yeah, the yeah, writing was sure. crisp, and the jokes played well, yeah. and their relationships worked, and everybody got a fucking moment and had a purpose. Yep. Everybody. And even the things I hated in the trailer, like the first trailer that came out, I did not think was a very, a very well-cut-together trailer, because it really focused on like the motorcycle sequence, and out of context, it drives me nuts in Star Trek when we're driving vehicles with wheels. If if there is, they like their antiques, dude. Oh my god! You know what I mean. They Although like they did have antiques. a great moment where they, because remember in the first one when they like use sabotage. Yeah. Uh, uh, when he's listening to sabotage, when right. he's riding the motorcycle and all. Yes. So they have that sort of like ends up being sort of the crux of the final moment, and it comes on, and they're and all of a sudden Spock looks over and he goes. Is this classical music? Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny, it's dude. Like, it was so good, man. Perfect, man. Yeah, I, I fucking, goddamn, I love that movie. Yeah, it was really good. And the motorcycle even made sense, too. Like, when you watch it, you're like, oh, that makes sense. It's from a ship from 300 years ago Got that they it. find this motorcycle. And you're like, I get why that's there now. Like, we wrote it, we made a good reason to have a dude riding a fucking motorcycle in space. It like, made, that made it sense. It made sense. <laughs> like, they just, they put it together. And you know what I was really bummed about, too, the whole time we were watching was that fucking, um, Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin, man. I was like, yeah. he has such a big role in this movie. Yeah. You know, he was really like a big focused character. And, um, and Gibson. God, man, you know, good actor. The kid was too young to. That's yeah. bullshit the way he went, too. Yeah. Dude got out of the car to check his mail. Yeah. And the fucking emergency brake gave out on him, or the parking brake, and mm. crushed him. Um, but yeah, man, Star Trek Beyond, if you haven't seen it, it is, and I don't want to give too many spoilers away, I'll just say that the, it's still that cast from the reboot from 2009. It's still fucking, they're fun and fantastic. I'm just, I think I'm a little bummed because it, this movie did not perform Great, Money I get. Wise. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna get another one. Oh, I'm sure we will, dude. We've been we've had 50 fucking years of Star Trek. They ain't stop. Look now. at the other stars. It's I, not I, like they, those were making money when I, you I get heard, the, the journey I, home I hear and all those. Doing another fucking TV show again? Or they are. That's. I mean, it's not going anywhere. This goddamn fan base is. It's a generation. Problem is, what do you do now, now without Chekhov? Well, you just no, ride I, him out. I, I, I think uh, you're not I, gonna I, recast him. No, I believe J.J. Abrams has said that. That was our checkoff, and, and if they do another movie, that they'll probably just yeah. kill him in some way. Or yeah, some, yeah. Something's happened, and he's no longer in the crew. But it, it, it's like, look, it, the movie, we we went randomly uh, 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 while we were in Ohio, uh, and we took the boy. And at four, he sat through the whole thing. Although we had that moment with a little kid where we're like, hey, hey, you can't talk during the movie. Like, if you're going to talk, like, just talk to mommy and daddy quietly. Right. And he goes, he goes, okay. And so the movie starts. And like two minutes into the movie, it's like Spock and Kirk having that conversation uh, mm. to open the movie. And he goes, he's like, Mom, who are those guys? <laughs> like really fucking loud. <laughs> <laughs> like really loud. So, but yeah, that's that's my suggestion of the summer is absolutely go check out fucking Star Trek Beyond, man. That is that is where it's at. Absolutely where it's at. Um we got to talk about our favorite TV show coming back, you guys. Coming back Sunday <laughs> night. Our favorite TV no. show. Firefly. Dia de los Muertos of the Day. <laughs> Fear the Walking Hispanics is what it's now turned into. So, Fear the Walking Dead comes back on Sunday. Now, has anybody at the table actually finished the first half of season two? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. You goddamn liar. No, no. no. Swear to God, all Did you really? Yeah. Sure. You are lying. No. I can tell. No, I watched the whole thing. It, it, the last sequence basically ends with 
with all of them getting split up, you know? Yeah. The dad and his psycho son went they're, one direction. They're going to go, they're gonna go run all the right, hills. Right. Don't anymore because I, I haven't after. watched them yet. Oh, okay. Well, we just have well, to prove to you that we watched them. Oh, well, yeah. no, we're going to spoil the shit out of it right now because Steve and I are going to sit here and talk You're about it. You're not going to spoil anything because it's already <laughs> spoiled. <laughs> Uh, I, I did see a little bit of hate online about about people being upset that that Mexico is being depicted as continuing on with the show. No, <laughs> <laughs> look seriously. I, I, when I believe though, if if they don't pull it together, this this they're done. I, yeah, this will be your series finale. Yeah, I like the they'll, they'll wrap this shit up if the ratings aren't there. In all seriousness, though, I really thought the first preview when it came on, it just sort of came on in the Facebook feed like it does. I thought I was watching a news report about the Rio Olympics. I wasn't sure that it was actually uh, Fear the Walking Dead. So there was a lot of violence and I thought people running in a pack and then it turned out to be zombies. Like, salts in fucking Florida. <laughs> yeah, it was what? what? So, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I you know, you. I'm going to watch it. Because I you, really don't have anything else to watch on Sunday nights. It's pretty so. slim right now. I mean, you got like Ray Donovan. Have you checked out Vice Principals? No. Yeah, I watched it. D- dude, it's fucking great. No, I love that show. It's oh, it's terrible. so much. Oh, it's so funny. Is anybody, is anybody Kenny fucking Powers? Yes. I hear that's great, but I haven't watched Watching it. Watching what? It, the Night Of. Oh, is that good? Yeah, I like it. What is it? The, the Night, Night Of. of? Hmm. It's about a, a, a murder, murder, basically. Yeah. yeah. You don't like Vice Principals, dude? That's how much of it? Dumb, how much of it? They're all assholes, man. They are assholes. That's what I love. <laughs> no, I mean I'm watching it. We watched like three episodes or something. I don't know how many. I'm how sorry. Had, okay, there's. I a... am just not a fan of Danny McBride. Oh, I'm oh my kind of with you. Love Danny dude. McBride. Something about him that just annoys the living. I love it, dude. And this is the end when he's all. Hey, see this? Down, dude. Channing Tatum. He's my bitch now. I could get enough of fucking. Fucking, uh, Did you East watch Eastbound and Down? Oh, all the no. time, man. Oh, that show is fucking hilarious. My wife hilarious. fucking hated that shit. <laughs> hated it, dude. She's <laughs> like, this is fucking stupid. There's just something about that guy that just... This is not funny to me. I don't like. I don't know what it is. Like, you gotta... If you don't enjoy his comedy... He's too goddamn much fucking man for the two of you. That's <laughs> no, what it is, dude. dude no. He's got a fucking... He's got a, a, a arm like a rocket and a fucking cock like an anaconda, man. <laughs> I got no response. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to say in response. Dude, that show, but seriously, that show's fucking great. You know, you know who is great is the other guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, Walton Goggins. Oh, he is awesome. Guy from Justified. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And he was amazing in Justified. It is kind of he's kind of foppish in the show. Now, yes. Is, is that the guy who was in Predators who was the convict? Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. I he's like really, him. but he's sort yeah. of foppish in the and show. And he was great in Hateful Eight. And do some fucking dude, coke and rape some bitches. He's got this Asian wife and, and, and <laughs> this, this stepmom or his mother-in-law that's like Jing Nao Bidu Hai, and he's <laughs> like he's like that's right, you fucking bitches, keep yelling. Keep, I'm just gonna smile <laughs> like. It, all his shit is great. He's a total sociopath. Oh, he okay, is. I gotta watch it. In the fourth yeah, episode, they go on a field trip, and and the wife has told me so many times, like she like when they go on a field trip for overnight stay, she like fucking tapes their doors shut and everything. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a piece of scotch. Like you're in for the night. Scotch tape is on your door. If I come back and this is broken, like at all, like you know, it's your ass. It's your ass. Sure. And she, and people are like, oh, you're like hard. And she's like, no, no, no. Trust me. Like if they don't do this shit, like they'll take advantage of it. Well, in the fourth episode, they go on a fucking field trip and overnight, and all the other teachers that he goes with are being assholes to him the whole time because he's like the bad guy. And he goes into back into his room, and in the adjoining room, all the kids have gotten together, broke into his room, stole his alcohol, and got into his mini bar. They're all drunk. <laughs> Two of the fucking kids are missing, and so they go on the search of the hotel trying to find these kids. And it's, it's this great shot of all the all the teachers. Like, 
running around the hotel trying to find the kids and they stop in front of the workout center and they're like I can't we're not gonna fucking find them and you turn around and the girl is getting fucked up against the glass (laughs) and and they're like no (laughs) like it's like this perfect moment of like that's to me why I love the show like it's I gotta see it it's really funny dude I'm gonna have to check it out I like I like Danny McBride I think he's fucking funny as fuck it took kind of like an extreme twist for me and I don't I, that's the thing is being in education the regular shit is enough is goofy enough they didn't have to go like off the deep end because the other shit is so unbelievable anyway they, sure. they get a new principal at the school just to give you the simple outlay and in the second episode they fucking burn her house down <laughs> like him and they, they go and they fucking destroy her house uh-huh. and then Walton Goggins is a complete sociopath like a fucking hundred percent sociopath, yeah. and he sets the fucking curtains on fire and burns <laughs> like the motherfuckers in there breaking little things. <laughs> and he right. just like lights it up. <laughs> We're out. Have you seen the trailer for Westworld? Oh my god, that looks that great! Looks fucking awesome. I, I have no it. clue what the hell it's about. Well, have like, you ever seen the first the movie Westworld or read the book? No. The Yul Brenner Westworld? You've no. never seen Westworld? Holy no. shit, dude. I didn't know there was a movie. Never oh, yeah. It. Yeah, it's it's basically like an amusement park. Not where part of the Yul Brenner fan club. <laughs> 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 fucking watching King and I every fucking Saturday night. I, there's not a fucking requirement. You could have just seen Westworld. So that's Ed Harris, I believe, as the... the uh, so great. basically what happens is, is the, uh, the robots sort of gain... Uh, they okay. become sentient. And then Yul Brenner uh, or Ed Harris in this uh, plays sort of the bad guy of Yul their Brenner's old face comes off. Right. But Westworld is the part of the amusement park that's it's Western themed. Okay. So you can basically go to this. It looks like like some sort of like cabin in the woods type. It kind, it kind of before, but not like it, it's definitely when you go there, you know what you're getting into. But the thing is, you don't know who's robots and who's not. Like it's everybody seems to be real. Like yeah, but you can do whatever the fuck you want while you're there. There's no rules. Like they're like have a blast, like right? Hurt. Yes. There's so many awesome movies <laughs> all in one TV show. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I gotta, I gotta see this. <laughs> yeah, but and what happens is, is uh, uh, in the movie is the Yule Brenner Ed, Har- Ed Harris character. Uh, he is uh, he gains sentience, but he's a bad guy, and he decides like I want to. When he says like in the thing, he's like I wanted to meet my I want to meet God. I want to meet my maker. You know, like he wants to meet who created him because he realizes he's a robot. And then he fucking goes on a Terminator style killing spree. And they break into like the main building and start killing everybody. So it's, the, the trailer looks awesome. The movie's fantastic. Like it's fantastic in that like '60s way. It's like a weird like sci-fi spaghetti western. Yeah. You know. So I think it's like late '60s, early '70s, if I remember correctly. Mm. I don't remember the year exactly, but it's a fucking fantastic movie. Yeah, they had they actually had a, a mannequin at a Monster Palooza of the original Yul Brenner. Like his face would go like, nice, move over and shit. nice. And it was pretty cool. Yeah, they did a cool special effect for that back yeah. in the day where they removed it. They did like the latex, they and there was like an start yeah. doing song and dance from King and I. It did. It yeah. did. I don't know any of the songs from that, or I, I would even, jump I'm right actually, into that. I'm actually completely surprised that you do not. I'm I I'm not my show. I'm not really a, a Gilbert and Sullivan fan. It's not my thing. So, uh, 
Actually, I don't even think that's Gilbert and Sullivan. I was thinking of the Mikado. Um, there wow. you go. Whatever. You're fucking losing me. Fuck you. Thank you. I've tuned out entirely. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to yeah. nothing. Uh, like hey, theater geek, band geek. Right. Here. Like, uh, welcome to theater talk uh, today with Chris, our Chris host. and I are looking at our fucking phones. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear about DCI this past week? <laughs> did you? I did. It was I good know, time, Dan. Guess. All right. So, uh, so I got a lot of shows to catch up on. You are. You are. I, but, I will be. Uh, back to fear the walking dead so uh any predictions for this upcoming segment do we think maybe they'll go further into south america heart of darkness style or do you think maybe they're going to end up like they're going to go to tj i saw in the previews for some reason heart of darkness though well here's my problem they're going to come across marlon brando and fucking some crazy drugs well can shit? we can we have a serious talk about the fact that in the previews they're going to Tijuana and I don't even fucking want to go to Tijuana when it's not the zombie Listen, apocalypse I've always said with this kind of stuff man uh, the cream of the crop is going to rise to the top okay the people who are going to get shit done are going to be on the top just like your governor mm-hmm. just like Negan sure just like drug cartels who have no problem cutting motherfuckers up with chainsaws there you go like they're like they're fucking you know chickens so yeah, it, it's. I think it's going to go into the heart of fucking darkness. Nice. Okay. That's, I would watch that show. Yeah. Like I would. I would. If but they got to start killing off some series regulars. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think. I it's think time. It's, it's time to purge some of these. Assholes, it was time to purge man. those motherfuckers like last season. Yeah. Well, it's time to meet some I think new folk. Purge the writers first. The problem is the problem is we're going to end up with the fucking uh, Channel 34 well, version of Fear the Walking Dead could, if they kill too really, many people. Right. You can really like tell. Like Rio Rancho fucking <laughs> Rio Rancho Dodge. You you, you, you <laughs> could tell you could tell the studios um even there. That's why they're going to TJ. They're going to bring in some back. I mean, English speaking folk. <laughs> you can read into it however you want. I'm reading into it like look at their display at Comic-Con last year, this year. Yeah. Last year they had rented out across the street from the convention center a huge section of building yeah, yeah. that they right. recreated the shooting gallery church from the first episode where mm-hmm. all the junkies were at. They thought they could still sell it. And Well, uh, they, we were excited it was about really it then. really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. This year... They had literally like... A, a cutout of the plane from the plane crash. Yeah, from a very small clips. plane. A very yeah. small cutout. It was really, really rinky dink. Like we didn't wait in line longer than I don't know, fifteen <laughs> fucking seconds to get our picture taken. Yeah. It was budget at yeah, best. It was like, right here's Walking Dead, it. where you guys are like fucking salmon spawning up and down the hallway <laughs> trying to get in line. Of which the first thing that we did when we got to Comic Con, we want to talk a little Comic Con. Oh, right let's now? let's okay, let's let's, let's transition because we've been we've been peppering you, with Comic Con. Yeah. Negan pictures. No, no, no. So 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 this motherfucker this year is like, I'm not. You guys are gonna talk shit about me this year. I'm an, I'm in. I'm all in. I'm balls deep in this bitch. Blah 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 blah. I got orthopedics to make it through the whole day. I've been doing some fucking cardio. <laughs> I'm fucking ready to go. I got on the Now, I admitted that I had not done any of that. Yeah, the morning we're leaving, he's like, nah, I really didn't do any of that. <laughs> so. But I hung in for three days, dude. We, we get there. <laughs> three I, days. I, I'm, I need to score somebody an exclusive real quick. and We, we did a little up, wandering. Maybe yeah, like an hour's bit. worth of wandering. And then we saw the massive... Walking Dead booth. The fucking coolest booth. It was one pretty cool. One of the cool. coolest ones that they that's, have. That's probably the best one they've done, I think. And, and it's kind of a tradition. Not kind of. It is a it tradition. It is a tradition. We get our picture taken at, at this booth every year since they started. I actually have like a little Collage. photo album of all the pictures that we've oh. taken. At you should, you should do like a flip book. Or, uh, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> um, so we're like, and some years you walk up and it's like, boom. You get right in the line. Not this year, man. Not this year. Ooh. It was a, 
it was a little bit busier and they had a line forming on this wall right in front of the display. No, and it was like down the hall, down the walkway from the display. That's fine. It was quite That's, a ways it's, away. It's what they always do. Uh, uh, well, it's not like it was down the fucking block. Okay. <laughs> it's not like, but it's like, not it's like not it was like, right next to, to it either. We had to go to Seaport fucking Thank Village, you. Thank man. You. you know? So we're like, me and Ron are, are kind of like, you know, we're, we're used to this. You know, this is the game that we play every fucking year for this kind of crap. And uh, we're just kind of milling about, wandering around, trying to trying to stay loose so we can get into this fucking line. And we met a line, buddy. I tell you what, we did this for four minutes. And Chris was like, "That's it, I'm fucking done. <laughs> Screw this shit. I'm going over to fucking Hack Alley, and I'm gonna find me some shit ass comics. You guys have fun." And he fucking bounced. And I swear to God, right after he does that. We were in we line. Get, we get it. Yeah, line. but by the time I came back, I got to get pictures of you in the display. So I went over to Hack Alley, as you call it, it wandered around, no, and then came back, and you still were just getting in. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm there all weekend. Like, yeah, I'm not interested. Going, dude. I'm not Hack Alley. Same I was reason. Like, I gotta get that picture. Nah, fuck that picture. I'm not interested in that. Chris, went I'm over not over. interested in Hall H. Yeah, yeah, but tell I'm your, not a line waiter. Tell dude. tell your story about when you came back from Artist Alley and what you were like. Oh man, it's just it's fucking depressing. Oh, over Artist there. Alley is different at, at San Diego. Artist Alley is the land that Joy forgot. It's fucking <laughs> terrible. Because every single you know, one of these... Like day one? Like they're <laughs> oh already... God. Spirit's already broken oh, on dude. day one. You, right? you, know when you, you know when you go to the pound and there's like... That's uh, it. You want to look at these ones here because they're going to be put down at four. <laughs> like, that's exactly it. They're all that little dog that nobody fucking wants in the window of the pet shop. They're all just no, sitting there going, please come and take my stuff. Oh, no, it's different at Comic-Con. It's oh, it's very different. Lighten it up. and No, it's no. just art. No, but they are like... These are the people. Say, These are the artists. Because we sat there at, uh, what, uh, Kamikaze yeah. and Long Beach, where everybody around us is just... Yeah, but imagine like, instead of like three or four of those, you've got like 50 of those. And they all sit there and they don't do anything to try and promote themselves. They just kind of sit there and they're doodling and somebody comes by and it's like, they barely get a little nod. Hey, what's up? And then they go right back to their doodling. It's like, if you don't want my shit, I don't fucking care. They're, they're expecting you. It was like you, going to Mad Platter back they're in the expecting early 90s. Oh, worse. Oh, like, worse. oh, you don't know this band? <laughs> Away work, with you, oh, kid. Yeah, well, and they all draw the same different. bullshit. They all draw the same Marvel and DC characters. Yeah. And it's like, do something different. And I'll, I'll come over and I'll take a look. But the guy that's two booths down from you did that same fucking pose with the same character. There was well, some, there was some difference, but I agree. Artist Alley was definitely, it was horrible. You know, they're like, hey, I worked on, I worked on X Factor in the fucking nineties. Right. It's, you know what it is? They're hoping it's fucking Lou Ferrigno and the guy from Battlestar Galactica, but they're the artists. You know, you know, you walk by their table and it's like, fifty bucks for a picture with me. I'm like, fuck you, you're who or are in you? Or Lou Ferrigno's case, I'm fifty dollars. Do you know I'm in Cramble Home? <laughs> He's still waiting for them to call back for the new Avengers. <laughs> every every fucking time, dude. When I the, I think I did not know that motherfucker was deaf, and I'm all Lou, Lou. <laughs> so there was one Lou over here, Lou uh, over here. Yeah. So I had met this girl once, right? And uh, I went I went to dinner with some friends, and I'm telling her about telling them about this girl that I met. So, yeah, she kind of has like a speech impediment. I think she might like be a little maybe a little deaf, you know, kind of like bye for now, like. <laughs> And once again, Todd puts his foot in his mouth. <laughs> Somebody I don't know across the table turns to her boyfriend who I'm friends with. 
my brother's deaf. <laughs> like, hey, you're all well, good. You. I'm, he, I'm could, he couldn't hear me. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Well, I, had, I had a kid at my work one time that was was deaf. He was um, yeah. Oh no, that kid. It was uh, Sergio. No, okay, yeah, that's right. No, 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 no. Sorry. This this fucking kid, dude. He would still try to talk, you know. Um, but he talked really loud, <laughs> right? Yeah. So he'd be like, he would describe this this lady Patty in the office, like. You're the fat one. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> it's okay. Like, you can't say that, dude. You know? <laughs> so and no, and he would yell Chris. across the warehouse, Puto! <laughs> hey, man, you can't yell that. <laughs> he almost killed me on a forklift. Nice. And nice. Uh, he heard me that day. <laughs> oh, he, he heard me that Holy day, shit. dude. And he, uh, yeah. <laughs> He got fucked up that day, and I was like, "I know you can fucking hear me, you fucking faker. You fucking pull this shit. Get the fuck off. Get the fuck off my forklift. Get the fuck off there. I swear to God, I'll pull you right off." He almost dumped the fucking a load of uh, fucking concrete vaults on me. Oh wow! Truck, yeah. I, it would it would have been catastrophic had I not moved as quick as I did, and um, and like he he just. Like damaged everything, and I went to the boss's office. I said, "That's goddamn it, dude. This fucking kid is off the fucking forklift, man. He can't hear shit." <laughs> that's, that's the thing, dude. Like, I don't know. That just, wow. See, they're all Steve ADA. You're all fuck ADA. Yeah. We're working with working with a forklift. Like I wouldn't want somebody that can't hear direction working horns on a forklift. <laughs> You're you <know>? killing me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm dying. So, anyways, yeah. back back to Chris. Not we're not, to, we're not offending anybody. They can't hear this. No, no, you're not listening to the podcast anyway. Send all hate mail to, <laughs> to Steve Hale and Nerd Life Crisis. Um, so, no, I don't do the lines, dude. I I went with you on man, Hall H last motherfucker, year. Motherfucker, you were like, I did it. This, you were like, I'm gonna man up this year. I ain't about manning up. I fucking stand in a line to take a picture with the real actors, let alone some fucking dummies. I'm not doing yeah, it. That was a dope picture, dude. Yeah, it was totally. a great picture. Steve, and got, I'm glad you enjoyed Steve's it. Steve's was pretty cool, man. I didn't even. I did not. I got, s- I got some. I got some claps and cheers when yeah. I came on. Ron looked like he could have gotten like a step or two closer. <laughs> like, no, I couldn't. Oh, okay. Like they were like, I'm all. They're like, duh, because I was gonna go up and put my arm around Negan, and they were like, you can't do that. So uh, in the very first one I took, I'm touching one of the fucking the dummy. You're was, not allowed to touch no, the dummies. They, they were not happy. But I was like, I don't fucking care. I'm gonna. He's like, oh, huh, remember in huh. the very first, uh, in the beginning of The Walking Dead, there was the fucking the guy who had blown his fucking brains out. His wife was on the floor, and it's yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh yeah, house. when you fucking see where my dad hides his like, gun. I'm, I'm like touching the the guy, the the corpse. The very first year, like, yeah. Ah, don't touch that. Fuck off. Uh, All right. Uh, Here's my thing, Chris. At the end of the day, um, you bitched out for a second year in a row. What are you talking about? uh, We're gonna. What we're gonna do is we're gonna. Dude, you (laughs) stood there in line, and I fucking walked around. So I don't know what you're talking about. Are you coming with us next year? Are you there? Are you with us? I'm there. All right. I I don't fucking stand in line for an hour. Have you been to fucking comic? It wasn't an hour. First off, it was like twenty three minutes. Friends, we did. That's great. You gotta make friends. I don't fucking care about that stuff. I'm a people person. I don't. I wouldn't go. Did I go into the fucking Fear the Walking Dead for like no wait? No, because I don't give a shit about that. That's cool that you do it. That's not my thing. Oh, was, did you go to the Arrow booth and bitch and moan? No, I don't fucking go to that one either. <laughs> my God, if there was if there was an Arrow booth, he'd be like Jay was when he was like fuck G four. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, what was it? Friday 
was it Friday they had the cast of Walking Dead at the booth? It got crazy it got from what way I heard. Crazy dude, yeah, like, no. and it was pushing into there was a, um, there was another booth just catty quarter from it that was like selling Star Trek stuff and other things, and they were getting pissed because it, security was pushing people into their booth and it was starting to fucking shake their displays and like this lady was like, "Whoa, you need to fucking handle this! Like, you're gonna." This is a million dollar booth. Like she was on this fucking security guard. Right, like, right. You're gonna fuck our shit up. I was like, okay, I'm out of here. You're like, I should not be near this. I, problem. Yeah, I was just like in the area. Like I was just kind of wandering when when I just kind of came upon that, and I was like, I, I don't really give a fuck to take their pictures right. or anything like no, that. No, that's how I am. That's you too crazy. Like, it gets too crazy, dude. Like it, I don't mind waiting in line, but once it starts getting like, but you got a picture with Greg like, Nicotero though. I, I ran into him on the See, floor. See, not that and I just, would be like, down for. around and like. You guys, did I tell you? How does you? that guy just wander around the floor? They, a lot of people do that. I, oh, I yeah. dude, I ran into Stan Lee fucking dude, outside the convention. I, Nobody was like even paying attention. When dude. when Hellboy One came out, we ran into uh, Gilmore Del Toro on the floor. Yeah. Nobody knew. So, nobody knew who he was. He was just a fat nerd at that time, dude. Nobody knew, man. No, but you said you ran into like Steve, uh, Stan Lee. I did actually. Is it just people are just kind of. They're oblivious, not expecting dude. Oh, it's so a look at me show, dude. Look at me. People. Look at my costume. Look at it's, this. But they're also oblivious because Damn. there's so much going on. You know, people, they're, you know, they're on their way to a booth to get an exclusive, or they're they're pumping into somebody. Like that the floor met. is a different yeah, thing entirely. Yeah. Like yeah. now, the places if you meet somebody like in an upper hallway in a, outside the fucking convention center, because what happened was Stan was going over to the IMDb boat to do an interview, and I basically I I ran into him and I was like nobody was paying attention and he got out of the golf cart and was walking by himself and his handlers were probably like 20 feet behind him chatting nobody wa- and I just walked up and I was like very quietly was like yeah. hey Mr. Lee I, I, I go I just I, I wanted to shake your hand and I wanted to thank you and he's like you know well for what and I'm like 21 or 21 years ago I met you at Comic Con and I had never read a comic book before and you were the reason that I collect Fantastic Four now and then he and, said Excelsior <laughs> <laughs> he, and he just was like did you want a picture and I'm like my, my phone was back at my bag I was mm-hmm. like my phone's at my bag I don't have it with me but thank you so much and he was like Okay. <laughs> keep, keep reading them comics, true believer. He just, he just he's Stan Lee. He right. just was like, <laughs> did he right. give you some sort of love story? No, like, no. Oh, it just, but it, <laughs> the whole, you know, like, here's the thing. My first year at Comic Con, I ran into him at Comic Con, and that was yeah, like but nobody gave a shit at that point. He's it's not still, like no, now. Shit, he was no, still Stan dude, Lee. Yeah, dude. He was still sure. Stan Lee, but it's not like dude, now. 21 years ago is that goddamn movie came out right there mm-hmm. and Stan Lee was somebody, dude. And he, he's always been somebody. That movie well, would okay. be Mallrats, by the way, uh, for those of you not in yeah, the room. Sorry, I'm not, not I'm pointing <laughs> at a poster right now. But the average you know? people had no idea who he was. He was not as present in the media as he has been the last 10 years. That was the first time I was aware of who he was. Oh, really? His I knew. Rats. Oh, yeah. Like I ran into. I, I, mean, I knew no. the name, but I didn't. I would never know him if I saw him. Like I, I had never really read. I, I had read a little bit of X Men, like in my teens, but I wasn't a collector. And then I having was. met Stan Lee. And on the first time I met him, I, we got to chat for a little while because there was nobody pulling him away or coming up. And we were just talking, you know. And it's like uh, uh, there's certain people you get to meet and you're like, I-, I had a nice conversation with this person. They're a real person. And 
it was fun. You know, you're a cool guy. Um, and they changed like my perception. It's like when I met uh, Timothy Zahn at Comic-Con probably like seven years ago, him and Michael Stackpole, who were both comic or uh, Star Wars book writers at that point. Um, yeah, I, I was going to ask. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Do you not know who Timothy Zahn? He uh, wrote the Heir to the Empire yeah. series. He yeah, basically was the one that popularized was, the Expanded Universe. He was the universe. first one that started the Expanded yeah. Universe. Well, yeah, his book was what relaunched Star Wars essentially yeah. in 1989. Um, but anyways, the point being is that I met him and was like, got to talk with him, you know, and yeah. it's like just normal folks. Nowadays, though, like you can't, I can, I'm with Steve, like when the Marvel Booth starts happening and they bring people out there. I gotta get away. Yeah, get the Run. fuck away from it. It's a madhouse, yeah. dude. Like you, it's like there's. Certain- I, mean, I, I wouldn't mind if I'm in line for it, like when they're doing a sign, like a mass signing like that. Yeah, sure. But being in that. Right. Being around it, I, I'm just the looky like, lose. You're, you're getting too fucking crazy for me for for like nothing. Yeah, like this is so you can hold is, up your phone and get a shitty blurry picture. Right. Yeah, like, I'm like I I'm really out. Saw was them bring Ray Bradbury out of formaldehyde each but, year and wheel him <laughs> around for like a while, oh, right? Yeah. Now funny. I've I've met oh. a lot of no like dude. Dude was like I know I saw wheelchair him in San Bernardino. Like, like they would wheel him out like. Hey, we brought Ray Bradbury again. <laughs> right. He's not he's knowing where he's at, you know. Um, but like I've seen a lot of celebrities on the floor like that over the right. years. But right. then I've also seen sometimes where it's gone fucking sideways. Real south was um, one time when uh, Gene Simmons and his son were doing their Fuck. little reality oh, show. God. Well, whatever yeah, your know. fucking feelings are, um, they were on the fucking floor, and it got it started getting fucking crazy. Same with uh, this last convention, uh, Danny Trejo was on the floor. Uh, and he got like cornered over there by the uh, the Hasbro. Um, Did they mob him? Pretty much, man. It was it was starting to get fucking crazy, you know, right there, right where their the big toy display for yeah, Hasbro yeah, yeah. was at. It was getting real bad right there. And I, I again was just kind of coming walking by. And I was like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Yeah. And I could see. I said, holy shit, that's Danny Trejo. God damn, these people are getting crazy. That, that right happened now. the first time I saw Glenn Danzig. Like there was something going on in my ankles, and I wasn't sure what it was. <laughs> But um, bum. Oh, yes. shit. I was wondering um, where you were going with that. Yes. And he was like, they were pulling at him. He kept saying, mother. There was, there was another time, mother. too, uh, right outside of Hall H with uh, some of the guys from Lost. Yeah. Uh, it started getting crazy out there. There was like Hurley and a couple other guys were outside. Were they fighting over a donut box or something? Is I that... don't know. It, it was, I think you were fucking with me. I was, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. But like Greg Nicotero, like. Nobody knew, like, he was walking through with, with How somebody. How do you not know who he is? Because he you don't. On, he goes on the uh, I know because dead. I know because I fucking have been a fan of his for fucking 20, fucking nine years or something. Yeah. And I've seen him at other conventions before The Walking right, Dead, so right. I know who he is. You gotta realize, there's certain levels, I mean, you know this, there's certain levels of famous, and there's certain right. people that people, like... Harrison Ford is never gonna walk fucking the floor no. of Comic-Con. No. But... You're but, lucky if he goes in the building at all. But and the have guy you been that around when Robert Downey Jr. has gone over to the fucking Marvel no. movie, it's insanity, dude. It's crazy. But Samuel Tarly from fucking Game of Thrones, I fucking saw him on the floor, and nobody cared because he's a short, fat little fucker, and he just looks like the rest of the crowd. Exactly, but nobody he was, fucking knows. He looked dude. over, and I was like, oh, now if it was Kid Harrington, right. if fucking Jon Snow showed up, right. I think the fucking place goes now, nuts. The last time I saw him, just don't ask floor, him directions. Getting to the, he knows he's nothing. No, getting to the WB booth. Like he had, he had like probably four security guards around him. Oh, they were yeah. fucking moving him. Like he was. You moving. call them herders? Uh, yeah, they'd be they'd be handlers or herders. Everybody or hurts. Fucking, no, no. <laughs> Sometimes. Going back to my my bad reference of herders versus handlers, wranglers. Or, you know, yeah. <laughs> wranglers, you. wranglers. What we like to call whatever. them, the fluffers, whatever. So. <laughs> uh, so. All right. 
Here, so uh, this year at Comic Con, I thought that fucking the Mattel booth really pulled it together this year. Did you get your toys this year? I actually got a toy for my boy, one of my boys. What, what did you end up getting? It was a fucking master class. <laughs> so fucking so which boy is it that we Pixar love more? cars? Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I got it for Victor. Oh, I was at the booth um, where they had the display, and, and I was checking them out. And the girl's like, "Oh, you should just go over and get one. This is our Comic Con exclusive." And I was like, "Yeah, right." So I ain't dealing with that shit this year. She's like, no. Um, so I went over there, and sure enough, no line, nobody against the wall. And I walked up, and it was kind of late in the afternoon, and I was like, um, are you guys completely sold out of everything? Like, Because that's yeah. normally what happens. And she said, no. I said, well, can I get in the line? She's like, yeah. I said, I got to ask you, man, what, what happened? Like, are you guys not popular anymore? She's like, no, we, um, we did online sales for attendees beforehand. So it totally solved that problem. So Hasbro... Figured it out. Take fucking note from Mattel. Here's what I'm saying. In the Hall H situation, and a lot of the things at Comic-Con, first off, the line uh, fuckery this year increased by tenfold. Oh, Jesus. Um, that pissed me off. As, <laughs> as my dumb shit that people do segment uh, here. So, uh, I we, we, we did line buddy system, which is great. You know, it's like, you take shifts. Basically, the idea being that everyone that's going to come to the line is going to be there at some point during the day. So you mm-hmm. fucking know who's around you, you know? And so it's like nobody's, you know, jumping or bringing 40 people with them or some shit like that. So we had the 501st dinner and I took a, the better part of the day. Uh, uh, and so I was like at seven, I'm like, hey, heading over for my dinner. Uh, call me when they start handing out wristbands. I'll come down and get my wristband. They're like, cool. Everybody's fine with that. Say goodbye to all the people around us. I come back when they get the call and the group in front of us, which was no more than five people that I had seen all day, had ballooned to probably 35. Jeez. And they were all these Asian folks. And I, of course, had had a bit of drinks. when. <laughs> and so I came back. Right now. <laughs> no, it wasn't oh, like Jesus. that. <laughs> no, no Charlie Chan. But literally, I was like the guy in front of us. I was like, I'm all Sebastian. And he's like way over there. I'm all, what the fuck, man? What is this? And he goes, he goes. I just shrug, shrugged and I go, and I and all these Asian people turn to look at me, and I'm all, what are you fucking Asian gremlins? Did somebody <laughs> add water to you? <laughs> and I'm the racist. <laughs> <laughs> and and then I was like, and, and it's it was, not racist. It's a gremlin. <laughs> So, but basically, yeah, basically somebody chirped up and then I was like, don't let this motherfucker eat after midnight. You know, it was just like, it, like, oh, wow. At, at a certain point, I, I, it just was like, I, I'm okay with you bringing one person two, maybe th- like even three, I could see 30, but like, and mostly I'm like, who, what is happening? Even funnier, the fucking people behind us. Some guy uh, uh, in uh, the, the line get down into Seaport Village. Some guy fucking was like, oh, are you the back of the line? And they're like, no, 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 the line's this way. Well, he had been in the line the year before and the year before that. Well, they changed the spot where the line started mm-hmm. from the previous year uh, in the back of the Seaport Village right. area. This motherfucker goes and stands in the previous year spot and proceeds to tell everybody behind him that he's the fucking front of the line at the break. This fool has like a thousand people standing behind him. What? Yeah. So what ends up happening is the line goes like this way and then it breaks and then it went over to here and this dude stands over here. So there's a line, the actual line that goes all the way the fuck around and comes back and this guy's got a 
thousand people standing behind him in the wrong fucking spot. And he didn't get stabbed with his fucking Harry Potter wand? Oh, dude. It was like apparently pandemonium down there at fucking midnight. Wow. Like, like they had to call the cops because there were like fist fights breaking out. Like it got gnarly. Meanwhile, Steve and I were drunkenly happy yes, at the final first party. Time. Great time. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, here's my problem though. If with Comic-Con, Shit like that. Like, why are we camping outside for shit? Exactly. Why this this wristband thing is is ridiculous and out of control, especially with the fact that they were like, if you get a wristband, whatever group you're in, no matter, you can go back to your hotel, and the official Comic Con website said, if you're in Group A, when you come back, you can get in the end of the line in Group A. They yep. changed their mind on Thursday, and were like, nope, oh. whenever you come back, you go to the fucking back of the line. Oh. So... In my mind, I'm going, guys, I just flew Southwest Airlines. They put easily 250 people on an airplane, and they do it like that. It's like a fucking heartbeat. Why can't you figure it out? Like, you look, they got little numbers. If you're with this group, you stand over here. If you're this group, you stand over here. We all have lettered wristbands. It ain't fucking rocket science. Do online sales for your shit early. Why are people getting there at 2 in the morning, staying over fucking night, to do shit that doesn't have to be that way? Yeah. Like, it does not have to be that way. You know, you run the risk. overnight. Since Twilight, Twilight, the Twilight people Twilight fucked it up. Twilight was the start of it. That was the beginning. That's when and I that remember. Was good, like ten years ago. Ron and Kevin and I came out of the convention center, uh, and we saw. And these, there was like twelve people, and we were like, "Look at these fucking guys!" And then the next year, it was like a few hundred, and then every year since then, it's gotten it's, worse. It's and the line crazy. has moved further and further and then, back. And it's, there's going to be a point where they have to go. We have to solve this. Todd, problem. the people that I lined up with. We they got in line 5 a.m. on Friday for Saturday. That's crazy, man. There were people that got in line at 7:30 on fucking Thursday for the Saturday. That's uh, too see, much. Nothing that, that's is too that much. important to me. That's too much. I, I mean, I, hey, I'm game for an hour. I, I've been to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I could do a fucking line. Sure. But man, I don't want to fucking camp. I mean, I'm on vacation. Exactly. I spent some fucking money, dude. Exactly. It takes a lot. I always tell people, one does not simply go to Comic Con. Like this is a fucking, you know. I mean, you're look. You either you either go like Ron and Steve, or you go like Chris. So those are your choices. (laughs) You either man up, or you're like this line. This line is more than six minutes. I am out of here. You know what? You spent all that time, an entire day in that fucking line. Well, no, I I got to see like up close all kinds of cool shit. You know what I see? Yeah, but it's not. I, I seem to miss the costumes. I seem I I just can't fucking find them anymore. I see them always after the show, dude. Like where the fuck was that, man? I saw a lot of good costumes this year, actually. Yeah. Like there was a lot of good oh, stuff. But man, this this dick. whole thing mm. with the fucking Comic Con uh, uh, line weights is it, it's out they of control, man. The one thing they did fix, I did like the new security. Right. I did like oh the, my god, is greatest thing ever. Thought, they actually had signs on the doors to say "fucking enter and exit" because we you would run into this. You're you're walking up to Comic Con. The whole front of the building is nothing but fucking doors. Okay. Right. And in the old days, you could walk out of any door and nobody yeah. cared. But then over the years, like these security are standing out there and they're like, "No, no, no, you got to go down to E." Well, what the fuck is wrong with this door? I don't know. Go down to E. And you're like, oh fuck, man. Well, I mean, so now this year sense. they had because you can't just let anybody 
exit wherever they want. Now all of a sudden a door is open. Somebody's well, you know walking what? by and they're like, but you know what? Open. You know what solved the problem? A badge. Uh, uh, well, signs. Badge, but signs that said signs. a green sign right. that said enter and a red sign that said exit. And I Done. didn't have to get yelled at by some fucking dumbass yeah. making minimum wage. Well, and that was the big difference this year. Uh, I think security was much more pleasant than they've ever been right. in the past. And I literally did not have a, 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 a spat with a security person until like 7.45 on Saturday. Right. Which and that was in a hall age. And, weekend. Well, he, I mean, <laughs> even, guy, the, even... You didn't even fight with the parking people <laughs> this time. I pulled up. They were very pleasant. I was like, here's my thing. They scanned it. I'm kind of bummed. I missed the days when I could give, give the sassy black lady here's a bag. five fucking bucks worth of fucking loose change. <laughs> Cut that out, bitch. That's legal U.S. tender, tender okay? <laughs> And yes, I have done that many times. Yeah, when I was sitting in the other seat with my fucking hand on my face, just shaking my fucking head. Oh shit, she's gonna mace him. <laughs> it happens. What are you gonna yeah. do? But you no, know, this- but like the Hasbro thing is like, you go down there, wait in line at three o'clock in the fucking morning to get a ticket at seven o'clock that tells you to come back at two. Yeah, and then when you get back at two. It's you're fucking sold line. out. Well, no, it, you're in another line, but it's also fucking sold out. But you don't find that out that's until cr- you wait in that line. That's fucking bullshit, yeah, man. I agree. You know, for <clears throat> to me, I'm like, you know, I'll just pay the extra fucking forty bucks to the scalpers down the aisle because it's my time is money, pretty much. Know? So I'm like, I guess if I want it bad enough, I'll spend the extra forty bucks because that's that's just bullshit, yeah. dude. Well, you and know? to me, why can't you why can't you do some sort of random draw system on the Hall H thing? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have people that are dedicated to be in. Sure, that's fine. But it, it to me, like the line system, we've gone past that at this point. Right. There's too much people, too much fucking demand. Something needs to be done. Some Buy a ticket for Hall H as well. The badges were a nice start. They were a clusterfuck at WonderCon because they didn't know what they're doing and nobody knew what to do. But it was better this time with the tapping. I'm in glad and they figured out at at, at WonderCon. And not yeah, it was a smart move. It was as smooth. much as I hated it. Well, WonderCon, I went I back and listened to the Diego. WonderCon podcast that we talked about it, and Chris was like, "Worst thing ever." Yeah. And it's like for us at this experience, easy. Yeah, easy, it was best. good. It was the good. The only it thing was is you had to make sure you tapped out on your way out the door because if you didn't, you had to go get your shit reset. Yeah. So. Yeah, which really sucks. Yeah, it was really hard too because every exit there was a dude that would put you in some sort of MMA move, and you had to tap out before you walked out oh. the door. It was like. Did you just say <laughs> that it got really hard because there was a dude at the door? That... <laughs> it would put you in a move. <laughs> Are you fucking with my joke over here? <laughs> put the moves on you. I know it wasn't very good, but I certainly tried. Hey, all right. Like I said you gotta say it, say the bad ones too, so that you know the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you know what? By the way, Todd, it, it's almost we're almost at the hour and a half mark, and I have not gotten a fucking uh, a Prince reference out of you yet, <laughs> you or know, a Natalie Cole uh, reference. Yeah, earlier, I was like, "Fuck!" You, you have a... you, you're. We're gonna start to put a time limit hey, on man, this, I've, all right? I've been away for like a month or so. Or... He's off his game. Yeah, I know, man. I know. And I probably actually probably this will probably be my last time for a while. I got school starting up again. So. Oh, guys, we're going to be missing Todd. He's not going to be around anymore. No, we're not going to be missing him. <laughs> I wouldn't say we... Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So I, I put in for a table next year at San Diego. I don't know if I told you. You did. Uh, I, you got the got the note for you. Yeah. I mean, it's not a guarantee, it's, but it's small press, so we'll see what happens. As long as it's not Artist Alley, I'll be okay. Because uh, it's like because you don't want to be a Falcor falling into the, the bog of sadness or whatever. It was. Let's call it suicide alley. It's uh. so bad. No, and I honestly, I betray you, betray you. 
Um, yeah, it's a tree, not Falcor. No, Falcor was Falcor the horse. The you dog. were right. Oh, you know, is it right? Falcor was the yeah, horse. Yeah, Atreyu's the Atreyu's the, the kid. Yeah. 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 No, I I've reached a point I think where I'm looking. No, forward. no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Artax was the Artax horse. Artax was the Falcor horse. was the dog. Was the the dog. Uh, I was just telling and, Todd on the way over here, dude. I I, I do not like that movie. I, what? I, I'm not a fan of fucking dude. Todd, story. Todd, you, I'm in. Know, I'm in. Right, we can't right. go on the fourth though. That's the fantasy well, football no, there, draft. There's two dates. We'll go on the seventh. Fourth and the seventh. Yeah. Yeah. Seventh, yeah I own this movie. I'll, I'll, I don't I'll need to go to a theater. Fuck! I can't go the seventh. Why? I got school. Oh well, you can come over here and we'll watch it on the big screen. The never-ending story. All right, so what I was saying was I've reached a point where I think I'm looking more forward to actually being a um, an exhibitor than um, going to the show. Um, I, I want to see what what will happen, you know, because, I mean, it's a pretty fucking big... It's like you are no longer even the little fish in the big pond. You're the fucking guppy in the, in the big pond. So... Um, You're not even the guppy, dude. You're no, a fucking I mean, microbe in yeah, the pond. I mean, but but I want to see what the result will be because by next summer, I mean, I should have three issues another, of each book plus twenty books. Yeah, no, I should have quite a bit. How many I, books are you working on now? Um, I finished, and the printer has Grace two and Rosalie two, so they're done. Um, I'm working on. Um, I'm back to working on uh, Legba's Juke Joint book one. Uh, I'm still doing the writing for uh, Wolves in the Street, if that motherfucker would ever finish it. And, uh, you know, I got a couple other little things. I got the webcomic I'm working big, on. Big time. Big time, which has been a lot of fun five. for all and my we have musician friends. Another book. Yeah. Six. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and actually. And we're still going to do Todd's. Uh, Todd's stories from the back of the bus. Right? Oh, right. <laughs> Dude, we could do that. We could totally do that. I think that should be a, a we should do that as like a spoken word series. Oh, <laughs> dude, we get somebody in here with a little bongo drum. <laughs> All right. Today I was on the bus. I gotta get me a fucking beret. Consider it down. I'll I'll bring the uh I'll bring the uh never mind. I won't bring it. I'll bring the never mind. All right, guys. Well, we should probably wrap it's this over. one up. It's been a while. Yeah. So uh we, we're we're about an hour and a half in. A little plus size episode for you guys there. Uh uh anything Wait, wait, wait. One last thing. Now I don't want to get off on a rant. Oh shit. But Really? Oh <laughs> shit! I'm going to get off. No, no, no. Rant. We'll come back. We'll come we, back to that we next. More? T- nah, we'll just come back to that next time because we got a lot of stuff. We didn't even talk Stranger Things yet, dude. So, uh, but we'll let. What we'll do is oh, you we'll know get Stranger Things have happened. Motherfucker. <laughs> hey, what's up? We'll Thank give you. we'll give Steve and Todd a chance to like catch some of it before we see each other next time. Yeah, and uh, I've seen Stranger Things. Oh, you have? Yes. Well, I'm, the, I'm the one out of the loop. Steve hasn't seen it. And I don't, want, I don't want to spoil any of it for him, dude. It's so good. So, But we got to talk like in-depth about that shit on the next episode. So uh, let's just wrap this up right here, you guys. I hope you guys have uh, been glad to have us back. No we, Ocean's 8? No, we'll get back to it, man. We'll get back to it. You can complain about that later. So uh, <laughs> We didn't even talk about Did we talk about the Ghostbusters? We, we can complain about that later as well. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Steve's showing us memes. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's just finish this one right here as we come to a screeching halt on this episode. Uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed the show, and we hope you're having a nerd life crisis. Uh, I'm Ron Miltz. I uh, I got nothing. <laughs> I, I'm Sandra Bullock doing a fucking rape of my childhood. That's a good. boomerang's fucking unicorn. There we go. <laughs> Eugene Levy's eyebrows. All right. And I'm uh, <laughs> I'm Harley Quinn's digitally altered panties. All right. And uh, we hope you guys are having a nerd life crisis. We'll talk to you later.
Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to the Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis. Thank you.